0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Compton Podcast where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. I'm Marin.
1: I'm
2: Mia.
0: And I'm Decoria, and we are back, 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 back with the promised episode of The Little Mermaid. This is not going to be a deconstructing Disney. Um, our brains are just not functioning right now, and that's fine. Um, but we'll get back on the DD train later. Um, we're just going to be comparing the original with the adaptation, talking about our favorite things about it. Um, especially as children who grew up in the Renaissance era of Disney. Um, we want to always thank you for listening to our podcast. Don't forget to give us a I start review and wear your mask, sunscreen, and drink some water, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if you did not know, we took a trip to Florida and decided on the first day that we're there we were going to go out to dinner and then go out to a movie, which is a mistake because two out of the four of us fell asleep <laughs> in the theater. Wait, who else
3: fell asleep? Corey fell asleep. Didn't you not fall asleep, Mary? I did fall asleep. I did know. I didn't know Corey fell asleep.
2: Yeah, I fell asleep for like thirty minutes <laughs> yeah. or so, and I kept waking up. Yeah. But it's because it was literally like two o'clock in the morning, like one o'clock in the
0: morning. Honestly, it wasn't the smartest choice of us to make, but we did it it. (laughs) anyway. So so we watched Little Mermaid, but that's fine because we can always go back to the movie and support as she continues to make her four hundred million dollar. What? How much money are we up now? Let me see. Uh, Little Mermaid box office box office numbers. Um. Yeah, we're at. According to Deadline Hollywood, a worldwide gross of five hundred sixty million dollars. Period. Point blank. We're going big. It cost how much to make? Budget two fifty. So we've already in. We're already in the uh, the green. We're already in the green. We're in the black. Um. But um. If you don't know, The Little Mermaid was originally a book. It was originally planned as part of one of Walt Disney's earliest feature films. It was actually supposed to be released in the 30s and the 40s, along with Snow White. Um, The original tale is written by Hans Christian Andersen, which is, of course, more darker than the adaptation. In 1985, Ren Clements became interested in the film adaptation after he was the director on The Great Mouse Detective. And so they wrote a two-page treatment and gave it to their chief Uh, a suggested meeting and they ended up making the project it was released in 1989 on November 17th 83 minutes long a 40 million budget a 235 million dollar box office now if you are following along with deconstructing Disney and are a Disney adult you know that um, Walt Disney was making absolutely no money in the 80s (laughs) a lot of their films before 89 and the 90s were very obscure and weren't box office hits and Little Mermaid was the open of the renaissance of Disney and the film's franchise the success um, led to the golden era of Disney as we know it now and so um it's really cool i haven't actually watched the original in like decades what about you guys what was the last time you watched the original the last time i watched
2: the original <clears throat> before they rewatched for the podcast was like four or five years ago because mm-hmm. my cousin wanted to see it and they were like four at the time or like three years old mm-hmm.
0: what about you uh Marin?
3: I don't think I've ever watched it all the way through probably just clips here and there but yeah I don't think I've ever actually sat down and watched it and
1: Yunia? um for me I think in high school I was going through like rewatching all the Disney movies so I think it was high school so like 10 years 12 years
0: yeah yeah I don't think I've watched it yeah since I was a child but I rewatched it before we filmed today and I was um Sorely disappointed. There was not a lot of content to the original, especially after having watched the adaptation first. I felt like I got to know Ariel and Eric and the characters much more than I did in the original. The original was just like, ooh, Little Mermaid, ooh, sees man, ooh, falls in love, ooh, voice stolen, ooh, <laughs> um, Ursula sets up the trap, ooh, movie's done, and I was just like, Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if I was supposed to remember there was supposed to be much more plot, but you know, um we're gonna just talk about the plot and compare the nineteen eighty-nine version with the two thousand twenty-three version and then we'll talk about our likes and dislikes about it and um FYI. This podcast is ran by black girls, so we don't give a fuck about Haley being black. If <laughs> you didn't know that already, we were actually very excited. Haley literally sings like a fucking siren and so i was extremely excited to see her casted in this role because i knew i knew that the ost the music was going to be great and i was not disappointed so the plot in the kingdom of the atlantic located on the atlantic ocean ariel a 16 year old mermaid because if she's not 16 it's a disney movie is dissatisfied with her underwater life but is fascinated by the human world with her best friend flounder ariel Ariel visits Scuttle, a seagull who gives Ariel inaccurate information about humans. Now, before this, can we talk the first comparison I have is in the shark scene of when they get um, chased by the shark in the boat. The original one um, didn't really showcase much about Ariel's character as much as the second one did. The adaptation shows you that Ariel is a smart thinker because she intentionally traps the shark. While Mm -hmm. in the original it's a it's like kind of like she was saving flounder and then the shark gets stuck. And I have to also give grace because in nineteen eighty nine Disney was still, you know, perfecting animation, so they probably didn't think too far about it, but I did like that kind of look and more about Ariel and the adaptation than I did the original one. Um so she learns about what do they call it? Hop gobbers? What is it? Um a thingamabob, whatever it is, it's a fork. And Scuttle is just like this fork is to comb your hair. Now, I mean, a fork and a comb could be confused if you don't know what it is. But um, you know, she's a she's a little collector, she's a little hoarder, she goes to shipwrecks, she grabs stuff and takes it back to her little grotto. Um also in the original, I didn't realize her sisters had a sinking rule. <laughs> like they have like the reason that she's um late in the adaptation, is because there's a meeting going on between all of the guardians of the seven seas, which are Triton's daughters. But in the original, they're putting on like a concert, and Ariel is supposed to be the star of the concert, and she forgot. And I'm like, sis, yeah. <laughs> of course she would go get caught. You're supposed to be on stage, but I would have actually loved if they had incorporated more time with the sisters in the adaptation if y'all were going to cast that many beautiful women to be her sisters i wanted to see them talk i wanted to, I expected so much more of the sisters in the adaptation and we got much more of that in the original so i thought that was interesting um but yeah but she runs back to daddy and and they're just like um but he's like don't go you know what is it collecting stuff at shipwrecks humans are just savages but of course she knows her father's um warnings uh about contact and between more people and humans is forbidden one night ariel and flounder and sebastian uh who serves as triton's advisor um travel to the ocean surface to watch a birthday celebration for prince eric um these were pretty similar i thought um ariel kind of falls in love with eric at first sight it's really intentional that she falls in love with him in the original because she like talks to scuttle and scuttles there while in the adaptation it was more of like her silently watching humans and just noticing that eric is like kind and handsome and something like like that and so then there's a violent storm because god forbid y'all actually pay attention on these goddamn boats (laughs) And Adam, in the original, they call it a hurricane. And I was just like, um, <laughs> that's frightening. Um, but there's a violent storm and it wrecks a ship knocking Eric overboard. Ariel rescues Eric, brings him to shore, and she uses her siren song to sing him and wake up. Um, the adaptation really did kill this scene because people have been, like, clipping the parts where Eric is, like, reaching out for her, even in the midst of his days. And I'm like... Not them low-key turning out to be one of my favorite couples. I've never liked Ariel and Eric, <laughs> but the mm-hmm. adaptation was doing things for me. Um, but she was sings, he regains his consciousness, and he is taken back to the palace. And this is when we get our rendition of um, Part of Your World. Haley bodies that song. When we first got the trailer, and you get to hear her sing that last little high note... I was like, oh, this is gonna be so good. This is gonna be so good. Like if there was one thing I was not worried about in this movie it was the sinking. <laughs> like I knew Hayley That's could right. breathe and three octaves would just come out of her throat. <laughs> I was so I literally I was watching the original and I was listening to the original singer who is um who does Jody Bennison, who was I think she was pretty yeah, she's a um she's a pretty famous I think she was pretty famous during the time when she got casted to be Ariel, but I was listening to her and I was like, okay, but I need the dramatics. And so I went and listened to Haley's again. And I was like, huh, when she, she climbs like three octaves right before that last high note. And I was just like, God damn, that woman can sing. It was so good. Um, but I loved part of your world and it's going to be going platinum in my house. Um, <laughs> now that I have that version of it, and so after she sends Eric back to the castle, um, we finally get to see thing one and thing two. The eels, who are well, their names are Flotsam and Jetsam. Whatever. Um, what <laughs> their names are Flotsam and Jetsam. <laughs> I did not catch that in the, the original. <laughs> Their names are Flotsam and Jetsam, and they are Ursula of the Sea, which is um, magical eels who basically go out swim in the ocean, and she can see everything through them, and we get to meet Ursula for the first time, who in the adaptation is played by- why oh, can't remember her name- Melissa McCartney? That's who that is. Yes, Melissa McCartney. McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy- And, um, she talks about how her and Triton are brothers. I don't think that's ever really mentioned in the original, but it seems in the adaptation, they're brother and sister. And so she's been locked up and she's plotting to take, um, to keep an eye on Ariel to take Triton down and become Master of the Sea. So after this, um... In the- so somebody remind me, I can't remember about the adaptation, but in the original, after she meets Eric, she's over here singing to herself, doing her hair, and her sisters are like- her, well, her dad was like, well look, she, she um she's really happy, and the sister was like, she's in love. Now I was like, now why would you snitch on her like that, knowing that your daddy is overprotective? Why would you tell him that? You could have been like, yes- Ariel's real happy today. But no, her was just like, it's obvious. She's in love. And so I don't know what they said in the adaptation. I think it was just Triton realizing that um, Ariel wasn't around or she was so happy. And that's when he called Sebastian back. And that's when Sebastian overreacted and ended up telling him that Ariel had saved a human. And that's why mm-hmm. she's kind of like in this kind of ditzy mood. So, um, we go back to the grotto where she's fawning over this statue. In the original, it's an actual statue of Eric, <laughs> which I thought was funny because it's a birthday gift from his squire. But in the adaptation, it's just a random statue. She's like, look at the longing in his eyes. And my favorite, one of my favorite Sebastian lies, what do you know about longing? And I was just like... <laughs> Look, I know we don't like the accent that Sebastian has in the adaptation, but his dialogue was killing me because he was—it was just giving disapproving black uncle. <laughs> it was giving disapproving black Jamaican a and I just loved it. <laughs> um, but she's you know back in her grotto talking about um being a human, of course, and her dad. Oh no! This is this is her dad shows up after we get um under the sea. And so, um, we get under the sea because Sebastian's like, "Why do you want to be human? Earth is ghetto." <laughs> I'm just like, "You might want to listen to the crab because it for real it is <laughs> I, don't, I don't get the appeal. Um, I like to call these type of scenes, both in the original and in the adaptation, um Disney boasting about how good they are at um animation. That's what it felt like in the theater. They were just like, look at this long-ass take in this music of all the animation we've done. And it's, like, really cool. Um, But they do that in the original as well. And I was just like, oh, okay, this is a fun way to, like, showcase the art and technique that they've been using. Also, I didn't realize (laughs) until I got on Twitter and looked up some behind-the-scenes videos that the fishes are people. They're just in chroma key and dancing. And it was, I think it was actually the Alvin Ailey dance company
2: mm. that were
0: dancers for um for the adaptation. And so when she's sitting on a turtle, she's sitting on a person. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I saw, all yeah, I saw those
2: behind the scenes clips of Hallie. Like Hallie yeah. sitting on like the staff
0: and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really interesting. They also pointed out that when Haley was interacting with, like, Sebastian or Flounder, it was, like, usually a tennis ball. (laughs) It was a tennis ball. Or it was, like, Sebastian's eyes. And so I was like, damn, she did her thing because that takes a lot of talent. But so we get under the sea. And then we're back in the grotto. And that's when in the original and in the adaptation, Triton is like, did you save that boy? They're just savages. And so this is also something I love about the adaptation as I mentioned earlier, that it gives more insight into the characters. We find out that Triton is being overprotective because their mother was killed by a human. And I was like, well damn, that explains a lot. They give reason for his overprotectiveness and we're not just um, left to assume he's just being overprotective because he's the father of seven girls. But um, he's like she's just like he's not like that um she was explaining about eric and in both films eric is the beginning of the conversation but in the original adaptation she says i love him and i'm like you're 16 and you didn't even have a conversation with the boy <laughs> my brain was like uh, so i'm glad they changed that into the adaptation to her being like not all humans are bad and I want to have this hobby, and I want to have some agency when it comes to the things I do. But Triton, of course, goes off on a rampage in both um, movies and destroys her collection, which is so fucking heartbreaking. Um, I was just like, damn, she was just, I mean, I know you're trying to protect her and shit or whatever, but like, god damn. <laughs> just to destroy her entire collection like that, I'm like, that's just going to push her away further. And of course it does, because Ursula's um, eels. Ursula and her eels take this time of turmoil and little Ariel, and lure her into Ursula's cave. Um, in the original, the flowers going into the cave are actually the souls of people. Are actually people who have done deals, or are people who have done deals with Ursula? In the adaptation it was a jump scare because <laughs> she goes to that cave and then suddenly she's being tied up by these things. And I was like, that was freak." That freaked me out. <laughs> um, but we get in there and we get poor unfortunate souls. This is actually one of my like top five favorite villain songs. And so I think Melissa Carney did a pretty good job as Ursula. Um, I wanted her makeup to be a little bit more dramatic, but other than that, I think she pretty did a good job. And, of course, they make a contract that Ariel has to have... Well, in the original, it says she a true love's kiss. Did she say true love's kiss in an adaptation? I don't know. I think she just said they have to kiss before the sunset on the third day for Ariel to get her voice back. And so she trades her voice to become human um, and go to the surface. But in the adaptation, Ursula puts in an amnesia spell makes Ariel forget that she has to get the kiss. That doesn't happen in the original, which was <laughs> interesting. Um, so she gets to the surface and basically gets taken into the palace. This is where the original and the adaptation split the most. Because in the original, what basically happens is that um, Flounder and Sebastian help Ariel to the surface. Uh, they meet Scuttle. They uh, She gets she meets Eric on the beach. Eric is the one who discovers Ariel on the beach and then he takes her to the palace to be helped by um servants and stuff like that and they do go out um they go on a town but it's like a 2 minute sequence of them spending time together before we move into kiss the girl. In the adaptation um Ariel is caught by a fisherman. <laughs> She's taken to the palace and then we get um for the first time which i loved because it gave us i was so concerned about this movie even though we were getting haley as a lead that they were going to continue the thing they do with a lot of times in films that have black leads is that <laughs> they don't get to they don't they either turn into animals or they don't have a voice or something like that and so in the original Little Mermaid, she has no dialogue after she becomes human. In the adaptation, they still give her a new song. They give her... um We get to see a lot more of the time between that Ariel and Eric spend together. Like, the sequence when they go out and see the kingdom is much longer and much more detailed. Um, We get to see Ariel and Eric really getting to know each other in his study with his collections because they collect things um and then we go into kiss the girl which is the boat sequence which was really fun um also it was really it was much more cuter in the adaptation where she tells him her name through the stars um in the original it's just sebastian whispering to eric her name is ariel (laughs) Um, and so, of course, we go into Sha-la-la-la-la-la, la do not be shy, ah! kiss the girl. And um, it's still fun. I think they worked well in both adaptations, um, both films. <laughs> and uh, in the in the 2023 one, it's more like they're trying to peer pressure both of them into kissing, where in the original, it's more like they're just singing the song and hoping Eric will kiss her, but I'm like Eric, you know you have to kiss this man, so why aren't we doing anything? <laughs> why are we doing anything to make that happen? And so, um then after they spend time together, the next morning in the original film is when Scuttle was like, yo um, uh, well, the next well, what happens during Kiss the Girl is that the Eels end up Flipping over the ship right before the two can kiss, um, giving Ursula time to change into a human herself and hypnotize Eric into thinking that she is the one that saved him on the beach. Because he's still entranced with the thought of the girl who saved him, not knowing it's Ariel because she doesn't have her voice. That is the conundrum in our film. And of course, our villain takes that weak spot. She pretends to be Vanessa um, who is gorgeous. Um, the actress who plays Vanessa in 2023 version, she's so pretty. Um, I, I'm i throwing in my bid for her to be Megara in the Hercules adaptation. I hope the universe hears us, because she says she can sing, that so she just has a jazzy voice. And Megara has one of my favorite Disney songs. <laughs> so, I'm going to just throw that out there in the universe. Anyway, back to this. Um... They then, same thing happens in the adaptation. Vanessa shows up. Um, everybody low key kind of forgets about Ariel, <laughs> and his mom was just happy that he's gonna get married, hoping that will somehow tie him down so he's not out there on boats and shit exploring the world. Uh, that was also something that I didn't mention earlier that we get to see a lot more about Eric and his circumstances. He in the adaptation in the original. In the original, he's just Eric the Prince. In the adaptation, he's Eric the Prince who has been adopted by his parents, and his dad died, and he's like constantly out of scene. His mother's worried for him, and so, um, so he's like under Vanessa's hypnosis. It's their wedding day. Of course, Ariel breaks down crying because they really had something going, and so Scuttle, in both the original and the adaptation, hears. Ariel's voice and realizes that Vanessa is Ursula. Then goes tells Ariel and crew. Ariel and crew then head back to the island to ruin the wedding. In the original, the wedding's on a boat. In the adaptation, the wedding is just at the palace. And so in the original sea animals actually end up helping um like a seal, birds, starfish, all these animals just come out the ocean to help Ariel um distract Vanessa long enough for Ariel to get on the boat because she's being pulled by flounder on a a barrel (laughs) because she can't swim that fast anymore and um they end up breaking they end up roughing up Vanessa enough that the shell with her voice in it ends up breaking and then she gets her voice back in the adaptation it's Ariel who runs up to Vanessa well, first it's Scuttle that distracts Vanessa. And then Ariel runs up to her, pulls the shell off her neck, breaks it. And that's when her voice comes back. Um, And so um, he's like, oh my God, Ariel, the spell is broken on Eric. They're just like, they're about to kiss in both movies. The sun sets. It's too late. Ursula changes back into an octopus. She gra- drags. Ariel turns back into a mermaid. And this is probably one of the bigger differences that in the original... Eric is stunned that homegirl is a mermaid. In the adaptation, Eric sees she's a mermaid and immediately hugs her and protects her from everybody. He's like, don't touch her. (laughs) And so um, Ursula drags Ariel back into the sea. Of course, Triton... um, I think this is when Flounder alerted Triton to what was happening. Uh... In the original, Ursula... Tried to confronts Ursula. She confronts him with the contract and says, if you want to save her, then you need to sign your name. He signs his name. He turns into one of those little plants that were in Ursula's cave. In the adaptation, she shoots him with a trident and he dies. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, that was a jump. And so, of course, Eric... Who says? Damn, if I I'd be damned if I let the love of my life get um fucked up by a sea witch in his human state on a boat. Starts diving into the water to help aerial fires, and I was like, "Listen, if he, what are you doing, sir?" I
3: I was so confused when that happened in the film. I was like, "Are you even helping?"
0: Like in the adaptation. I was just like, you're not doing anything. In the original, it's Eric who does everything. But in the original, Eric helps enough for um, Ariel to get away from Ursula, have Ursula accidentally kill her eels. And um, Eric is the one that drives the ship into Ursula to kill her. In the adaptation, he's more of a fucking distraction (laughs) than he is of help. Because nigga, you can't be underwater that long, but you know it's he helps enough for Ariel to fight Ursula. Then Ariel turns big because she she accidentally killed Flotsam and Jetsam. Her eels, she turns big. She starts stirring up the sea like it's a pot of gumbo, um, causing a whirlpool. And Ariel is the one who jumps onto one of the shipwrecked ships that's in the whirlpool and steers it towards Ursula. Um, and impales her in the stomach and gets a triton back. Um, I don't know how... Well, they get the triton back and they turn King Triton back into a mermaid in the original. In the adaptation, Ariel is just like so fucking sad that her father died for her. And she puts the triton down and then the triton magic leaks over the edge and King Triton comes back. And so we are... Um, but she's a mermaid now and she's really sad. Um in the original Eric and um Ariel are just kind of staring at each other. Ariel's on a rock, Eric's on uh the beach, and Triton realizes that he she really loves him. And so he turns his daughter into a human and she walks onto the beach in this sparkly gown and Eric wants just to kiss her. And They get married, and they get on a boat, and Triton wishes them happiness. Um, And that's the end of the original, and the adaptation is kind of similar. Um, Triton realizes that not all humans are bad. Um, He does grant Ariel her wish to be human. Um, They don't really have a big wedding. The two of them, like, we're going off to see the world. We're setting course and you know, the people of uh Eric's Island and the more people basically have an alliance after that. And the movie ends. Yay! <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen. Um thoughts on the original and then thoughts on the adaptation.
3: Uh Marin? Um I'm glad you pointed out the differences because when I watched the original, I was like, so this is the same film like I really didn't notice much of the differences but I guess they were more subtle Mm -hmm. Uh, um but I did actually enjoy the um adaptation I didn't care for much much for the original but it wasn't it was it was an okay film I'm only saying that because if there's one thing I am it is a musical hater and so when it comes down to it (laughs) I do not enjoy musicals, but the songs on this were okay enough and there were not a lot for mm-hmm. me to enjoy
0: it. Okay, Corey.
2: Um, I was never like a huge fan of the original, I just thought it was okay. For this movie, uh the adaptation it made me like it a lot more i thought it was very cute i wasn't expecting hallie to be that pretty in the movie like i knew hallie was pretty her and her sister are both gorgeous but wow she looked like very, very she looked beautiful in the movie yeah i loved everything they did with her look i thought the whole movie the cgi was great the movie itself looked very amazing plot you know it's the same it's like almost the same as the original so I was like okay this is just cute it's a cute movie I definitely recommend people go watch it Mm -hmm. uh Nia
1: yeah for me I really loved The Little Mermaid as a kid um more so because of like just like the mermaid aspect of it not really for the plot Mm -hmm. um because when I rewatched the original I was like why is this not as good as i remember right Um, right but i really love the adaptation like i'm shocked at like how much i enjoyed it even through the exhaustion like i was thoroughly enjoying it and i feel like this film through like once the because we weren't all alive when brandy cinderella like was in theaters like in terms of like conscious of like Mm -hmm. seeing the reception and stuff But everyone is like retrospectively saying that they always supported it. And I'm like, were you really though? There's (laughs) no way to check that. So who knows if it was just because Whitney and Brandy were household names that people were just unanimously loved it. But to me, it feels like this film is going to be in that Brandy Cinderella category in like 10 years from now where everyone likes to pretend that they weren't racist at the time Mm -hmm. and are going to say it's a classic and it's one of the best like adaptations, et cetera, et cetera. So I feel like this is definitely going to be a magical film. And I think its impact will be mm-hmm. greater um, over time. Yeah, I definitely put that up there. Like, if I have a daughter or just a kid in general, I definitely think that people should show the, the adaptation because it made Prince Eric interesting. Yes. Prince Eric in the original, he's not interesting. <laughs> um, his song is actually very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm shocked that his song was actually like on par with the rest of the soundtrack yeah i just think it's a way better movie i will say original ursula is better than melissa mccarthy even though i think she did a good job yes the original ursula i think she passed away last year she's just incredible
0: yes i do agree that melissa mccarthy's ursula wasn't as dramatic as i needed her to be um, I liked the adaptation because it gave more context to the characters, especially as somebody who's older who's watching Disney. I can't just do the one-line love plot anymore. You got to give me some type of um diverseness in what's happening in the story. Um, And so I thought it was really fun. I thought it was well-produced. I know people were very concerned about the realistic animals but honestly it didn't bother me once you got like five minutes into it I'm like okay so that's how flounder I do wish flounder was a little bit more chubbier but um at the end of the day you're just like okay so that's how flounder looks That's how Sebastian looks I was much more entranced by Haley's performance her her silent performance as Ariel too was just god she bodied that and I was so happy that her in Eric had chemistry and that the soundtrack is going to be going double platinum. We just know it is. I do agree that people, unfortunately in the climate of America have caused this movie to be much more about race than it should have been. <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but what can I say? A lot of people consider America to be too politically correct. And so I don't, I mean, I don't give a fuck. Haley was the best choice because she was the best singer in my opinion. Um, and so I really did, I think I liked this adaptation because I think Disney realized after they did Lion King and Jungle Book is that the Renaissance era adults want music in the film. I don't want to see, like, I appreciate for Lion King that we got a Beyonce album, but like, Mm -hmm. I would have loved to hear, just can't wait to be king. (laughs) Where is, where is, um, be prepared. You know, where's my diva scar? I love that man. I need to hear it. And so I think they realized that when they started doing more of the princess based movies. Um, and, but they were getting, they were getting critiqued for like not having good singers or not being as authentic as they should have been. And so it was finally good to have one where it's just like, this is on par with the original in my opinion, because the original had good music. And so I think Aladdin was another one. I think Aladdin was the other one that people enjoyed because of the music and because um it was the same plot to the. I haven't watched the Aladdin one, but it was the. It still had the Renaissance era feel to it. And I'm glad we're understanding that. Because if y'all do Hercules and don't give me music, we're going mm. to have a fucking problem. <laughs> And at this point, I've kind of given up on Disney um not doing live action remakes. They're gonna do that shit till they they're gonna just keep doing that shit like it's just what they do. They've done Pinocchio, they've done Dumbo like it's only a matter of time before we get to more recent films. so I'm just hoping that they get better <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Um is there anything that shocked you about the adaptation or that you weren't expecting or were pleasantly surprised by?
2: Mm-hmm. I guess like what Nia said about Prince Eric being like more had had more life to him, being more mm-hmm. enjoyable as a uh, character in this film.
0: I agree. Um, mine
3: would have to be how much I enjoyed that scene when you when they show that um they show scuttle that veronica is ursula mm-hmm. i thought that scene was great i thought yes. the actress did the damn thing at that moment yes
0: that's you know what's crazy my favorite singing rift in the song is vanessa's part the yeah, letter it's, it's so good I was like, hey, Leek, she ate that up. Now I want to. Now I want to hear her as a villain in a musical setting because she, the dramatics, would be there. Um. But yes. Uh. Yeah. Did anything pleasantly surprise you, Nia? Mm just like
1: how much more interesting it was. I liked their, someone on Twitter, oh gosh, I wish I could remember the the quote specifically, but they talked about Eric going down with the locals at, during their little <laughs> dance scene. Yes. It was very fun.
0: I, I enjoyed those like add-on scenes more than yes. I expected to. Same, same. Cause I think of the, a lot of problems that we have with adaptation. It's like, I don't want to watch the exact same story from the animation If I wanted to do that, I would just do the animation. So I'm interested to see what they're going to do with Hercules, because are you going to add more scenes? What you need to do is add more scenes with Meg, so I fall in love with her more. Um, And if you get, God, oh, somebody also pointed out that if they had done a real live action Hercules in the 90s, they could have got Brandon Fraser, and that would have oh, that would have ate. Well, we lost big time. (laughs) We lost big time, because listen, the white boys are, are on the cusp. I haven't had a, a hippo white boy. And no, we're not doing no Santiago. before you open your mouth. Yeah. Before you
1: open your mouth. <laughs> no, he's too young. He's too young. We he's need young. Henry Cavill. He would eat.
0: Oh, Henry, mm, no, he, no,
2: he,
1: yes. He, mean, he he needs a job. He him employed.
2: He's like, don't get me wrong. I love Henry. I love Henry <laughs> a lot, but I don't, he's not, he's not, he doesn't really get Hercules. Also, yeah. he already did one of them uh Greek movies, them mythology movies, like a long time ago. Mm. I need mm. I need true himbo vibes. I need true himbo. I don't know who is a true himbo these days though. There's not really. I need. Who... Damn. <gasps> Jason Aaron Taylor Johnson. Who is that? Aaron. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Girl, who is that? Let me look. Girl, who is this? I mean, he, he would he's be. A, he's
0: a. And... If he can see I don't think he can sing, that's yeah. the issue. He's yeah. fine though. I don't know if he can sing though. Right. Give me a theater boy, give me a theater hip a theater boy that works out. <laughs> oh, oh, who's dude. this
1: white man? And he's oh, okay, I'm seeing the
0: vibes. Yeah, if we need him because Herc... Herc is a ginger, he's he's redhead with blue who's eyes. Who's a ginger in Hollywood right now? I'm
2: trying to. Mm. They're gonna have to find somebody unknown. Yeah, that's that's well, Yeah,
1: the, but watch if even if he's blonde or brown haired, none of the racists are gonna be like red yeah, erasure. No,
0: nope. nope. <laughs> they'll be like not <laughs> gonna they say, won't say shit. A word. Yeah, none of the redhead actors are giving Kirk though, because all the red head actors I
2: can think of on the top of my head are all like tall and skinny. Yeah, we need buff.
0: And I swear to God. If y'all don't get gospel singers to be the muses, I'm going to be so pissed off.
1: Oh my God, Tori. I literally saw someone say, um, SZA, Normani, no. I said, timeout, timeout, Time out. timeout. <laughs> and de- delete your tweet before I delete it for you.
0: I need West <laughs> Christian Baptist. I need Pentecostal. I need- We
1: need Jennifer Hudson, yes. Even yes. though she's loud. We need Jennifer Fantasia. Hudson. We need Amber Riley.
0: Yes. We need Amber Fantasia. Riley. Jasmine we need singers, Sullivan. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Beyonce probably will not do it. They'll Beyonce her, won't do it. probably She's... say no, no, thanks. She's like, I can sing a little song on the side for you, but no. But I need you to get the, the girls that were raised in the church. I don't need the musical. Do
1: girls. not pick one of the new R&B girls. St- do not pick <laughs> a new R&B girl. I'm begging you, Disney. Who cares how many followers they have on Twitter? Do not.
0: Pick a new R&B girl. I mean, yeah. Jennifer, Fantasia, Jasmine, Amber. We need one more. I need another church girl. I mean, Lizzo. Lizzo, Lizzo, listen. throw her in Because Lizzo can sing. (laughs) Yeah, she's... That that would be a good lineup, actually. That would be a really good lineup. Yeah. I need them to be having throat singers. I don't... (laughs) Like, I... And this is no hate to SZA... And and whoever else y'all.
1: Played. Oh, it's big hate to Scissor for me.
0: It's big hate. You <laughs> not big hate. Call
1: a, Call a spade <laughs> a spade. The new girl R and B girls. They they sing in italics and cursive. <laughs> Does that mean that the? No, they're vibe singers. They're not from the throats <laughs> from the from the diaphragm singers. Come
0: on, y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I enjoyed Little Remake more than I thought I did. Thought I was going to. People were very criticism. Not only because of very critical, not only because of the casting of Haley, but they're like the animation is too dark. It was actually much brighter than I thought it was gonna be, which was a relief, um, technicality-wise. So, I mean, if this is if y'all are gonna put this much effort in all of the remakes from now on, I'm with it. You might have to do another white princess so people will shut up. <laughs> but then that's fine, because we're gonna get Tiana eventually. <laughs> <laughs> But I can't have her be a frog the entire series. So we're gonna have to do something about that. <laughs> um But yes.
1: Honestly, um like even though I liked Princess and the Frog, I kinda wish they would just make a black princess that can be black in her whole movie or change yes. Tiana's story. Because yes. the idea of them having an animated frog on for like 90 minutes is Terrifying.
2: Also, that's <laughs> literally anti everything. Marin at her yes. core, like a frog, <laughs> a <live watching laughs> frog.
3: I can give y'all my money and not go to the theater <laughs> if you want me to, but I will not be sitting there. But like, and okay, yeah. I was about to ask a question, Nia. I was like, for y'all, could you sit there for an hour and thirty-five minutes and watch a realistic frog go through the storyline? They'd have
0: to change it. I don't think they could do the original story. Right. I think the story is much more interesting when you have them as people. Especially if you cast Naveen right. I'll be damned if y'all can make that man a frog. <laughs> the entire is the film. Is? Yeah. I I do I do agree that we should get some original black characters. There's supposed to be some coming out. There's the there's the animated film that is based off of African folklore and um there's a couple of other things I do agree that we should have original stories but I don't think that black people should be um excluded from remakes as potential not substitutes but as potential actors um so yeah I it's a catch-22 damned if you do damned if you don't um but I'm excited I'm not excited at least I'm not as cautious as i was about whatever the hell disney's doing um so yeah we'll see how things go i uh what do we give um the original and the adaptation out of 10 uh Marin?
3: i give the original a 4 out of 10 i give the ad- adaptation a 7 out of 10 okay corey
2: yeah i'd give the original like a 5 and then the adaptation like a 7.5 before all of like the great cgi and how everyone looked really good
0: mm, okay uh nia
1: yeah i would give the original like a five out of ten um maybe six because the music and then um this adaptation like an 8.5 or nine out of
0: ten yeah i give the original a six i think it was a solid base for the adaptation i give it like an 8.5 yeah you know the plot is the same but the upgrades to the film were actually very good um i have no idea what we're doing next we actually need to have a meeting after this (laughs) to plot out uh the rest of june and july um we'll probably do maybe another movie or we'll do um team episodes uh so look out for that uh let us know what you guys thought of the Little Mermaid the original and the adaptation uh and as always thank you for listening we hope you enjoyed this episode you can always come talk to us on twitter at commented or tiktok at commented podcast uh until next time I'm Tori I'm Maren.
2: I'm Nia. And I'm Decoria. Bye-bye.